Oh, it's finally Friday. Hooray for that. It's Friday, February 17th. This is Minnesota Today from NPR News. I'm Kathy Worser. After a chilly start to the day, temperatures will get into the mid-20s and lower 30s. A quiet weekend followed by unsettled weather next week. Details coming up. Stories will follow today. Students at Harding High School in St. Paul are back in class today, a week after 15-year-old Devin Scott was fatally stabbed in a hallway, allegedly by another student. At a meeting last night, several hundred parents questioned district officials about security at the school. Many parents said they've long had concerns about behavior and safety problems at Harding. More school counselors will be on hand today. Superintendent Joe Gothard said this week that St. Paul police will be on standby outside Harding and four other large high schools through today. And Harding now has a third full-time school support liaison to help with security. The 16-year-old student who allegedly stabbed Devin Scott last week remains in the Ramsey County Juvenile Detention Facility. Authorities are seeking to have him prosecuted as an adult. It's now up to the state Senate to take up a bill that lets workers statewide earn sick and safe time. Minneapolis, St. Paul, Duluth, and Bloomington already have similar local ordinances. DFL Representative Liz Olson of Duluth says her bill would help level the playing field for workers around the state. These workers are faced with a terrible choice when they get sick. They can go into work, foregoing the time they would be taking care of themselves or heading to the doctor while potentially spreading the illness to colleagues or members of the public. Or they can stay home, but they know that doing so could mean they can't pay bills on time, buy groceries, or worse, put their entire job in jeopardy. Under the bill that passed the state house last night, workers would be able to earn an hour of sick time for every 30 hours worked. Republicans called it a one-size-fits-all mandate that will hurt small businesses. The Southwest light rail line has run into another problem, which could add to mounting delays and costs. Construction has been paused on a tunnel near the Cedar Isles condo buildings, which has already had many issues. Crews found what is being called a concrete impediment. The extension of the light rail system from Minneapolis to Eden Prairie is years behind schedule and more than a billion dollars over budget. Later this month, the state office of the legislative auditor is expected to release the first of two reports that investigates what's behind the Southwest Line's delays and cost overruns. NPR News has learned that the Metropolitan Council blocked a petroleum processor from discharging waste into the regional sewer system following an underground explosion and a series of leaks last summer. Tim Nelson has more. A stipulation agreement signed by Zoll Petroleum Maintenance halted discharges temporarily after environmental investigators tracked a pink substance from near the site of the June explosion near the U of M to the company in northeast Minneapolis. Zoll collects and recycles used oil and oily wastewater. It wasn't clear what caused the explosion, but an inspection found a faulty oil and water separating system was discharging flammable liquids into the sewer upstream from the U. Ned Smith is with the Met Council. Our assumption is they did not know it was going in. Smith says the agency has installed a real-time alert system to detect the presence of explosive vapors in sewers near the U, although the discharges have apparently stopped. I'm Tim Nelson. In sports, the Timberwolves lost to the Washington Wizards last night, 114-106. The Wolves had a big lead, which they blew. Washington erased a 20-point deficit to win the game. The Wolves and the rest of the NBA are now off for the All-Star break. Anthony Edwards will represent Minnesota in the All-Star game. The Wild host the Dallas Stars tonight in St. Paul. The Wild have lost five of the past six games since the All-Star break. That regional weather forecast for today... 
and not too bad, really. A little cool. Sunny skies, breezy, highs in the mid-20s and lower 30s. Slight chance of snow tonight across northern Minnesota. Partly sunny tomorrow, highs in the upper 20s and mid-30s. Ditto for Sunday, chance for snow on Monday. Finally, tomorrow, a group of volunteers in Minneapolis will do something that Darth Vader and the Galactic Empire could not in the Star Wars films. Destroy the Millennium Falcon. For the past few years, a replica of the starship, built by kids, has been sitting in the yard of a creative workshop called Leonardo's Basement. The thing is so big, you can see it on Google Maps satellite view. Leonardo's Basement has to move, and it can't take the Falcon. And at 32 feet wide, 14 feet tall, and about a half ton, it's too big and too heavy to move because it can't levitate into a new home on its own or with the help of a Jedi Master. It's going to be dismantled. Richard Chin did the story for the Star Tribune. Check it out when you have time. And if you're looking for more news right now, you can always stream us by going to nprnews.org, download our news app, or just turn on the radio. I hope you have a good weekend. I'm Kathy Warzer.